This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Spit Queen and the Porn Rap Star here in the Premium Smoke Room. Time for the show. I told him just if they bump, they come in, just join in. So, hello everybody, and um, well, I don't even depending on how this episode goes, I don't know if it's going to be part of the Miss Spit Queen and Porn. Bap Star uh, <laughs> series, or oh, it's going to be just a part of Premium Smoke. But either way, I'm here with the sexy, gorgeous, beautiful podcaster and um, extraordinary woman, as well as a mentor of mine in many ways. AJ Badass Jones, the host of the Boom mm-hmm. Boom Chronicles. Hello, Mama. How you doing? <laughs> I fabulous. How are you doing? Thanks for having me back. Oh, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Like I said, it's crazy. Like, it's, it's an old saying, you take lemons, you got to make lemonade. So we're going to make yeah. it cracking and everything. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so the, the first, so um, like you say, you've been editing and everything, like stuff, and I've been, you know, we're telling you about what's been going on with me on the podcast inside of things and everything. So and it's, it feels good when you see the growth that what you do with this business. Absolutely. How much you, you know people listen and you know enjoy our content, you know, period. Especially the fact that we have to talk. <laughs> period. Like, you know, I, I I always think to myself, like, people actually really listen to us, like, and they enjoy it. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. it's one of those weird things. I guess because we live in our bodies and we hear ourselves talk, it's just not that exciting to us. Um mm-hmm. But you know, when you when you get the feedback and review from, you know, whomever is listening, especially people that you've never spoken to before, people that you've never met, yeah, it definitely reinforces um, that what you're doing is important. So, yeah, and I enjoy because like every time I get like a comment or an answer to like one of my little poll questions, oh, yeah, I'm just happy like it's Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they're really listening. They're really listening. <laughs> Most definitely. So, so the topic which we've both been discussing, and you know, I was gonna let the women just chat away upon it, is that Mm -hmm. in a previous episode, um, it was a conversation of what a woman pussy attracts. You know, sometimes some women attract crazy dudes, some women attract ballers, some track broke news or what have you as a woman and I'm pretty sure you might have had this conversation on on your show numerous times what do you contribute to that and is that is that actual factual um like the woman's does the pum pum attract different things or the, the woman's overall energy is what is attracting because I don't know 
think it's a combination, a combination of things. You know, I think that the way that a woman feels about herself, I think the confidence that she exudes, the way that she carries herself, um, regardless of how that is, I think that that attracts different people. I also think that when, when a person possesses a lot of light, they also have a tendency to attract people with darkness because those people with darkness in them are looking for balance. Um, you know, good pussy might attract a man, but it doesn't necessarily hold or keep a man. So. Oh, no, no, no. But it, it can drive him crazy, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can drive him crazy. A, yeah, absolutely. I've had a few of those experiences um, on yeah, the yeah, most yeah, recent. You look like you got some toxic pussy on you. You look like you. you, 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 you like, wow, really? <laughs> You know, you know, crazy. Like, baby, I, I love you. See, but then is it is it my pum pum that's toxic or the man that doesn't know how to handle good things when it's given to them? You know what I feel like it's like? It's like um, you know, you you eat uh you eat junk food all the time and then someone gives you like a salad that has like fresh greens and you know like a uh, whole cheese and like fruit and like real, and you taste it for the first time and you're like oh my god this is what i've been missing my whole life then you become obsessed with salads because they taste so wonderful i feel like my pom pom is like that when people are used to getting garbage pom pom their whole entire life then they get top tier pom pom they don't know what to do with themselves so that is that really my fault no <laughs> see it's also how you move the poom poom too baby it's, it's, it's how you stir it like coffee see that's that what it comes down to yeah and so a friend of mine she tells me all the time not to like we call it quinting on uh quinting on the dick which is when you're squeezing your your you know vaginal oh. muscle and then, um, yeah. hello hey 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 what's going hey. on the hostess has arrived. Yes. <laughs> so you might want to jump in on this because we talked about the toxic okay. We talked about the out this piece. And, yes. uh, and, uh, and she's talking about her poom poom is toxic. This <laughs> toxic pussy is the best pussy. The best. <laughs> so, so the question that I posed to her was this: Is does pussy? Uh, how can I put this? Like, some women attract ballers, some men, women attract crazy men. Does does the pussy attracts what it attracts? Yes. Explain. You just ain't gonna well, say think- yes and not just give a and not give a answer. <laughs> <laughs> like yes. Yeah. We pot tonight, <laughs> goddammit. We got the 10 we pot all the we time. Pot. Don't do that. Don't do that. But okay, fine. I guess I will elaborate. But yes, I feel like good pussy definitely makes people crazy. So I think good pussy definitely attracts <laughs> as far as crazy people and ballers because everybody likes good pussy. So that's my take. And go, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> if you can stop calling from that good weed, told you welcome to the smokers lounge. Oh shit! Okay, um, no, I agree with what you said, especially if they never had pussy like yours before, because I've gotten that a few times before, where it's like people will go crazy, they do the most, and then they're like, "Oh, your pussy is just so good," and I'm just like, "Okay," they just, I guess, be dealing with the wrong people. I guess I don't know. So, so is it? Is it the pussy itself or is it the sex that makes them go crazy? Which one is it, ladies? Well, I see, I don't for me, I feel like it's both, but I also feel like it's a combination of just how I am as well. Like I, I'm just a little bit different, I feel, because I'm I feel like I'm more straight up than the average individual. And I feel like guys respect that a little more. I don't really know why. I am a little bit aggressive though too. So I guess yeah. they'd be liking that shit, but <laughs> I think it's just a mess. Miss Jones. Oh. Yes, sir. I mean, I mean, we need to hear from the, the poom poom. Is you good? You good over there, sir? <gasps> over there talking about us dying. You dying? <laughs> yeah, because some good ass weed. I apologize. Oh, the reefer was killing me right now. But no, but Miss Jones, thoughts? Yes, sir. Sorry, what is the question again? No, I was saying, um, like, is it. Is it the sex or is it the poom poom? 
Um, I think it's a, it could be a combination of both. It could also be the person's personality, the woman's personality as well. You know what I mean? Like different men like different things. I think men like a confident woman. Um, you know, you get you get more out of a man. I think when you exude a certain type of confidence. Um, and definitely, if you've got good pussy control, yeah, you can mash up his whole life one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, because I'm sorry, I used to hear the stories about, I think about like the Erica Badu yeah. and how fucked up like an Erica Benet, Eric Benet. Is. <laughs> I never forget the, the interview that he did. He just looked so zoned out talking about her and stuff. And I think, I think also it does have a lot to do as a man. If I've never had a girl that was free or she knows how to work the pussy or she knows how to work her ass or work her body, it does fuck a dude head up because I tell females, for us, it's about the experience. It's not necessarily about the feel, but the whole experience itself. Exactly. Yeah. Because I'm sorry. If you know how to twerk on a dick, it's a beautiful thing. It is. I mean, like... There's a, a huge difference between laying like kind of starfish or just laying and being a pillow princess and not really actively participating versus, you know what I mean? A woman that likes to ride, a woman that likes to suck dick, a woman that likes to fling the pussy back on you, you know what I mean? A, a woman that likes to, you know, to actively participate. It definitely is a different experience. So, how can I put this? Could you tolerate a dude that got good dick but can't eat pussy for shit? No. Oh God! Yes, <laughs> I don't know. Eating pussy is my favorite thing. Like that's <laughs> honestly, that's one of like if that's if somebody wants to get me there, that's how you gonna get me there. So I don't know that I could deal with that. I would have to teach them. Yeah. I'd have to be like, all right, this is what you gotta do now. But <laughs> but after a while, I'm gonna get a little irritated. <laughs> Yeah, because I had this conversation with my man Chris Cardio last night, and we were talking about how the male towns in this business don't eat pussy no more on camera. And mm-hmm. I was a male town that always ate pussy. And mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna ask y'all this: Do y'all mm-hmm. look at when y'all look at a porn scene? Because I know let's keep it real, y'all don't look at some shit. Some of y'all mm-hmm. done it. Spin queen, <laughs> you know, <laughs> pussy eating part of portion of. Hello? Pussy eating or watching girl. Yeah. I mean, whether it's girl or, or, or girl. Huh? I said, when it comes to the boy girl, the boy girl scene, when it's a guy and a girl, do y'all watch the pussy eating like we watch the dick suck? No. Because it depends. I, I like more the fucking scene. Like, I like the back shot scene. I've seen like the ass moving class and shit. I like that. I don't know. I like the pussy eating scenes when he when the pussy's being eaten from behind, so he's eating her pussy and her ass. I prefer if she's on her back, not so much. I find that that's I don't know, that's kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> she says she yeah. wants to see the ass in the <laughs> No, that I mean when she's on her knees, bent over, ass is up in the air, and he has her ass spread wide mm-hmm. open and he's licking and sucking on her pussy and her ass, back and forth. Mm-hmm. That's just spectacular. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Because 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 it, especially you could just you know slip tongue in the ass and slip it in the pussy. You know, I'm just saying. You know, yeah, I can't help. I'm a nasty fucker. I'm a nasty fucker. Sorry, but anyway. So now um, the other thing is that I, I wanted to bring up to y'all ladies. I'm pretty sure it'd be a good conversation. Um, Mano, I know y'all done heard about what happened with Mano. And um, Blue Flame has not. I have. Okay, then. All right. Mano, for some of you people that don't know who he is, is a rapper that he was hot back in the day. I think around the time when Mims came out with his song, he had some shit that was popping. If I've seen him on Love and Hip Hop New York, what happened? Well, recently he was on the lip service with Angela Lee and, and you know, Angela Yee and I think Larell. And he was talking about a fantasy that he was having, which was basically a race play fantasy. And what made this different was he's basically playing the submissive. He's the runaway slave, the white woman whoop his ass and the whole nine. And as you know, the internet 
went crazy. Yep. You know, and to me, give my opinion, I'm going to step out of the way and let y'all ladies take over. Um, To me, I have an issue with it, but why is it that, because we always hear men don't have a safe space. Okay. Is it not okay for a black man to be a submissive in the BDSM realm of the world? I don't know that that's what he was necessarily talking about. I don't think that mm. I don't think that he was equating it to BDSM as versus like he wanted to be oh, fancy. Like he, yeah, like he wanted that plantation slave, mm. runaway, master's mm. wife is going to come beat you type of thing. I don't think mm. that that's akin to the BDSM community. I think what he was talking mm. about was something a little bit different, which is why people were still yeah, I mean it's still a, a a kink to a certain. It's still a kink, and to me, it's like when it's like the conversation I have about black BDSM, or even when it comes to kinks. It's like black people can't have certain kinks. Like it, it's rare you see a black submissive, and if you do, now it's attention with a white dude. You know, period. It's very rare you see a black submissive with a black thong. You know, I, I tell really? people that. So, why is it that in our community we still ain't caught up and we still are so conservative with the kinks? You feel what I'm coming from? Because it's like, for example, you got black men who get pegged. It's not gay. Mm-hmm. But yet, they're scared to even talk about it, mention it. In secret, you, you get where I'm coming from. It's kind of like even with the download situation back in the day. So why is it that in our community, and I would love to hear each of you ladies' thoughts on it, that black men can't have certain kinks? Okay. Or, well, black, I guess, women for sale, or black women. Well, I guess Wait. it only seemed like out the norm because, like, anybody who knows how Mano look, he's like, you know, like big and muscular. Like, nobody, he's he's more like the muscular, manly type of man. No one would really think, oh, Mano wants to get whipped by a Wesley <laughs> and Peter, like, back in the day, like, move style. I feel like it's a time and a place, you know, to speak on it. Because, like, even when I heard it, I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't kink shame, but I'm like, bro, it's, it's a time and a place for that. It's obviously just not the time or the place. You're not in the environment to really speak on it. And I was like, oh, all right. You know, like, I guess it's only because of his appearance, which made it, you know, kind of awkward. He's like a big manly man. You wouldn't think a big manly man wants to be submissive like that. But it is. But okay, then so if it wasn't Mano, and they say, I'm trying to think of a black dude that's not manly. <laughs> it's gonna take a minute. Let's say he's not. This, uh, God, I'm trying to think of somebody that. Oh, I hate to, I hate to bring him up. I hate to bring up the other end of the slap, but um, Chris Rock, if he had said that, would it hit the same or would it have been different? Mm. Oh, I feel like okay. it would still be the same. Honestly, mm. why would you feel I that mean, way? Chris Rock gives me them kind of vibes, so I, I wouldn't be like, I'd be like, hmm, but I don't know. <laughs> because it's, it to me, because the interesting thing you say because the way Mano looks or what have you, and it's like you have boss men that. Or submissives, you know, period. Not necessarily to the to the to the extent of getting their ass beat, you feel what I'm saying? But they like to be dominated by a woman. You like one of the things you never hear about is a black cuckold. They're out there, but you never hear it. And if you call the black man a cuckold, he'll look at you sideways. <laughs> what the fuck? Hell no. You know, so is how can I put this? Is the lifestyles that we are now treading in? Are we? I'm trying to put it in the best way. From the pilot and all this, is it 
a white man's game or is it we because the way that we were brought up, we kind of not wired like that. Mm. 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 See, I'm making I y'all take what we. I don't know if you hear her um, aspect on it because we yeah. both, we don't kind of spoke on it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that I think the black kink definitely exists. Um, I think that it's more underground. Um, I think more so just because of fear of um, fear of perception. Um, and I think for a long time that you know we've been taught and told and. Um, led to believe that certain practices are deviant, certain practices are, you know, certain things are, are only things that white people do, you know, and if you hear something long enough, you know, you believe it, or if you told something enough times or often enough, I think that you start to believe it. Um, I do think that a black, any black person that has a desire to be treated as a slave by a white person I don't know, for me personally, I mean, it's not like no kink shaming, whatever people like is what they like. But I feel like that particular piece is rooted in something deeper because I can't understand why a black person would want to be chained and beaten and be called a nigger by a white person. That's the truth. I I honestly, I truthfully don't get it. I do know quite a few black submissives, both males and females, that are submissive to their black partners. Um, And, and you know, whatever that dynamic is. But even within that dynamic, we're not we're not punishing our slaves and calling them niggers. You know what I mean? It's it's a completely different thing. Um, so like I said, for me, that particular piece, I feel like that's rooted in something different. I mean, hey, if he wants if he wants a a, a fantasy a plantation fantasy where the massa's wife is beating him and then fucking him, then you know, more power to him. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's one of those things where more conversation needs to be had and more safety be created for black people to explore the kinks and fantasies that they have yeah, I think really yeah because who made a weed it, it's kind of it's like Tupac saying that shit they be like what oh no I can, I can never see Tupac saying that no, oh no! Imagine like, if he did, like how bizarre that would be. Like, you want to be beaten by white people? <laughs> I don't know, like, 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 hey. You're not too yeah. far. You're definitely not you. Yeah. Oh <laughs> it's like because I'm sorry. Even even in the race play scene, I'm sorry. I'm still dominant. Ain't no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in a race play seat, I'm still dumb. Uh, I can't. Because, because <laughs> even the fact that he think that he was submissive of that right. nature, because it's kind of like, yeah, dude, you, you literally, you actually speaking upon BDSM, you just don't realize that you are technically. <laughs> He's submissive, he just ain't admitted it yet. That's what it is. <laughs> But you know what? On the flip side of that, you have uh, black men who, um, I guess, kind of play like a similar type of race scene, but with white women, where they're punishing the white woman for, you know, like the big the BBC. So it's really it's interesting because on on the flip side of his his fantasy of being beaten by a white woman, you have a lot of black men who have fantasies of of um, punishing white women with their dick as reparations for slavery. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I, I mean, I, I guess that's the the equivalent to it. Oh, yeah. Because, um, like I said, it's, it's, it's things that people like that is taboo. And yes. because things became so open, it's like, <laughs> you know, people have their reasons for interpretation. Sometimes their interpretation is dead wrong. Right. So, but I'm I'm just poor Mano. <laughs> he did it to himself. Yes, he, he did. did. <laughs> I mean, he likes what he likes. It's not for me. But, oh hey. Now I'm gonna ask you a question, and 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 I had to, I posed this question to somebody else, but I said it would be a nice question to ask y'all. Who had it worse, Benzino or Young Buck? 
As far as what? Yeah, it's Benzino was outed. Literally. In his own words. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, you did oh, I'm sorry. God, I got to recap shit. Okay. Okay, he was having mm-hmm. a bad week as it is, right? So a transsexual, well known, known as Shauna Brooks. Brooks, I think that's her name. Yeah. She had audio of her talking to Benzino, of him basically admitting that they had a relationship or what have you. Oh, you damn. know. So, and like, literally, like, he was like, yo, we'll destroy my career, blah, 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 blah. You know, she put him out there, right? Now, it brought to mind about Young Buck. So, the question I pose to you ladies who caught it worse in this situation, him or Young Buck? I honestly don't have an opinion, so I will just pass on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I don't know. To, to me, I, it, but damn, no one wants to jump off the ledge, jump off the ledge. Oh God, well, I guess I have to be the one to do it. Um, I have to say Benzino, because he said it in his own words, versus Young Buck, we just heard about it. And it, how can I put this? As much as we sit here and say we're progressive, we are so conservative. Right. Because for this man to feel because of the hip-hop arena, because that way he was basically in that he can't be himself word that his career will be over with and whole nine. Cause he said, nah, he was like to the world, it's straight, but you know, the world I'm in, yeah, yeah. So I I was I just, just never like, understood. I never understood why people have an issue with anyone else's sexual choices. Like fuck who you wanna fuck. Like if you wanna if you wanna suck a, a dick of a of a, a trans woman, knock yourself out. If that makes you happy knock yourself out for me as far as i'm concerned the only two things that are off limits are children and animals whatever else it is that you want to do as long as you're not hurting anybody or yourself man have at it (laughs) and make yourself fucking happy because nobody lives in your skin but you yeah yeah because because at the end of the day the way i look at it is who you like and what you like is you but I think that the problem is, is that we still stuck on, we care about what others think so much and our money is yeah. tied into that. Yeah. Because <clears throat> for me being in that world and for my experience, you being in the, even the adult film world, the same thing. If you are gay mm-hmm. and found out you are not doing no straight porn, you would be black mm-hmm. porn quick. You know, very the same thing with hip hop. You know, mm-hmm. and to me, which cuts out a lot of great talent that's out there. Jay Will, uh, you know, like him a lover. Bobby Light actually can fucking rap his ass off, you know. Um, yeah. There's a couple mm-hmm. of them. But they'll never get this light of day because they're gay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's true. That's very true. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm just... Uh, it's just the world. I don't. I just look. Maybe because I, I always looked at things differently anyway when I grew up. Because I just never really looked at like, okay, someone's homosexual. Okay, that's nice. <laughs> ain't my cup of tea. Ain't my shit to judge. You know. But like I said, it's just funny as hell. Is that the only reason why we even give a shit about this is because. The Holy Roman Empire. And I leave it at that. That's enough conversation for another day. Um, yeah, no, I completely agree. But that's why I said it. I think that you know, part of um, sexually suppressing people was to prevent them from um, being exploited for their deviance. You know, yeah. they didn't want to. It's account. It's accountability. They didn't want to be accountable for themselves. So what they do is make it make it easier on themselves by you know. Um, giving people faith, giving people religion, giving people sexual restrictions, giving people um, restrictions on clothing where you're covered from literally your earlobes to the tips of your toes so that there's nothing exposed that provokes them. 
it's not it's not even about the people because if you look at places that are are ruled so anywhere on the continent of africa if you go back in time people didn't wear a lot of clothes because it wasn't a thing in a hot ass country women yeah. walked around bare breasted no one was being raped no one was being molested they weren't raping and molesting children because they understood that you know what I mean the sexual organs were for reproduction and for pleasure the breasts were not sexualized they were meant to you know feed your children but along come these white men who can't control themselves they see these naked breasts and these big asses they're dicks and hard left right and center they don't know what to do with themselves and they so call instead of Exactly. Instead of learning how to control themselves, what do they do? They give rules and restrictions to the population so they don't have to be outed. And they can get away with their deviance. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah because he's... Because <laughs> think about it. When you think about what is a, a priest in the Catholic Church, you're not supposed to get married or have kids or have sex. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. some bullshit. But no, but... But but that's why I, I tell people it's like that's why like a lot of the porn stars I talk to, many of them in their forties rediscover yeah. themselves sexually because when yeah. they're in a marriage that is basically they're suppressed sexually and it just holds mm-hmm. them back, you know. And and it's crazy that she's finding her 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 groove in forty. 40. Yeah. <laughs> but it'd be like yeah. that though. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So shoot. So, but um, well, last thing I wanted to highlight was talk about what Mr. Kim. They're back. Yes. Yay. Yes. So shoot. Damn, you missed a damn good discussion. I forgot what we were talking about. AJ. <laughs> and I was so mad. I, I know. I'm guessing she was talking. I hear like a green word. I was like, damn, I can't hear anything right now. And I was like, shit. <laughs> Man, it's life of a podcaster shouldn't be so rough. Oh my goodness, Lord Jesus! So, so um, now I wanted to also get your opinion on um Cam Newton um and his little statements about boss women, women who are successful. These three women I'm talking to now as I speak, and. The conversation of roles and all that good shit, what have you. And it, the question I bring up: Can a woman be successful at the same time still care to her man and make and make him happy? Of course, of course. Because I, why do? Why is it that men think that it's not fucking possible on this planet? <laughs> some of these motherfuckers I've been hearing, I'm like, really? Because of their because of their own ego. That's why. Because of their own ego. Because like to hear the conversations, which mm-hmm. is crazy as fuck that actually the shooter that was that, that that shot that shot those people in Brooklyn, he was a proponent of the man of spear. Or what have you. Love from Kevin Samuels or what have you. As women on the, on that side of the fence, what do you contribute? Why men, especially black men, have so much animosity towards black women, especially successful ones? Um, because that's the biggest argument lately with these men is, is about women that make money. <laughs> um, but I guess to answer that. It's, I guess, what in my opinion, it's a pride thing. Yeah. Um, guys are supposed to, you know, wear the pants, and I guess she wants to be more submissive. That's how we were like back in the day, whatever, like that. But with it being so modern, you know, everything is now, you know, like equal rights, 50 50. So, just like a man can do. Exactly. And a lot of guys like don't like that. They feel like girl gotta stay in a girl's place, you know, men take the role. But now, you know, like it's like females taking the men's roles, you know, we're more successful, powerful with certain shit. And guys are like just like I guess like power, ego. So I guess it's just mainly that power, ego type of thing. And I guess they're not liking that a female can now do shit that you can do. Mm-hmm. But but this is what I don't get, right? You say you don't want a woman that's successful, but then you get the woman that's lazy. You bitch and complain about it. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> she already broke. She don't do shit. You know, period. And but to me, it, it's like when it comes to that argument, sometimes y'all win, y'all y'all can't win for losing. You know, because I because to me, I I, I never understood what's the big deal if the woman they say makes the most money out of the relationship because sometimes things can happen in a relationship where the roles switch. So it's, it's it, an it, ego it, thing. They feel like they're not needed. I mean, you have mm-hmm. to think that the way that the way that we're conditioned, you know, in society is that men are the providers and women are the homemakers. You know, men can go out and do whatever they want to do as long as they bring home a paycheck and make sure that, you know, there's food on the table and that kind of stuff. Whereas women are supposed to stay home, have babies, make a family and just kind of put up with whatever happens. The tables turn now. Women are no longer obligated to do any of those things because now they have financial independence. They make money so they can decide for themselves whether or not they want to stay in that shitty situation. And they also get to choose who they want to be with as opposed to just having to be with somebody for financial security. And a lot of men are intimidated by that. A lot of men are still trying to figure out where they fit into a woman's life if they're not needed financially. Oh, what do you need me for? Just for my dick? Well, no, I I want you for companionship. Like, why does it have to be a competition? Why does it have to be a battle? Like, at the end of the day, if all of our bills are being paid and we are living, you know, together in relative peace and harmony, why does it matter that I make twenty, thirty, a hundred thousand dollars more than you a year? Like, what's the difference, really? I'm not trying to emasculate you. I'm not trying to make you feel less than a man, you know, or any of those things. But if I am financially better able to provide for us on a whole so that we collectively have more money, time and freedom to do things together as a unit, why does your ego have to get in the way of that? And when I say you are, I mean just men in general. Anyone else? Anyone else? I'm loving this. Anyone else? <laughs> I mean, she pretty much she said got it, everything. She pretty like, much hit it on a mark. Everything I was saying, she was saying too. Like it's just an ego thing. I guess guys don't like having to step aside and you know do that because we're conditioned and learn that you know like the man takes care of the household. You know he works, does this, that, third, and the females have to stay home. You now know, I'm ask you this: Is it? Is he worried about what society thinks or he's worried about what that female thinks? Oh, definitely society. He's worried about how it looks on the outside to his boys. He's worried about how it looks on the outside to his family members, especially if you have people in your life who insist that, you know, if a woman makes more money than you, you know, that's not going to be a loyal woman or she's not going to be faithful to you because, you know, she has her own money whenever she wants. Again, it's just stupid threats. You know what I mean? So what if I have my own money? So what if I make more than you? Like what I want is in my life. I don't care about what your family's opinion is. I don't care about what your friend's opinion is. Fuck them. Uh-huh. It's just now, now, here's the other question. Now, here's the other thing of it. Women, of course, y'all do catch flack when y'all say what y'all looking for in a man. It depends upon what you say. <laughs> but is it right that he will... I guess it'll be even, but is it right that he caught flat? I mean, no, because it's nothing wrong with you liking what you like. I mean, you have your preference, you got your opinion, you have your choices. Because with me, I'm picky what I like. I may not always go with my picking, but I like a certain type of guy, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. not trying to be judged for that you know I'm not trying to be you know opinionated on I just I like what I like and I want my partner my mate to have those certain things even if I don't because if you have it and I don't you're pushing me to get what you have so by him saying that it's not wrong you know he can like what he like but I guess this is not what you say it's how you say it <laughs> yeah, because what he said. I think that everybody, everyone has a preference. Every single person on the planet has a preference. The thing is, people get offended when you when they like somebody, but you're not that person's preference. That's when they get right. hot. But if you flip it on the other side, right? Like she was saying, everybody has their own type of preference. So how do you get mad at somebody for what they like? That doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Yeah, because, I mean, me, I'm going to tell you what my opinion is of 
all the shit that these guys be saying. And I'm about to hurt some, I'm about to piss off some women. Probably about to piss off some men too. Stop dating lame ass niggas. And you won't have this problem. <laughs> because at the end of the day, and understand, lame niggas do have good dick too. Because I, the reason why I say lame dudes, because at the end of the day, I guess because I'm about to turn 47, April 21st. I don't want a broke ass woman. Not you I trying can't. to somehow flip it on us. Exactly. You can't do that. Why it couldn't be? How about y'all just stop being lame? I mean, you okay. don't want a broke ass girl, but <laughs> you got millionaire money, sir? Because I can yeah, tell man. you this much people definitely put on the front. Exactly. A good one. And then you have to learn shit as you go along. And then that's when you decide, you know, to drop whatever and here and there. But that shit, nah, you ain't just about to pin that one back on us because they lame. It's lame. At the end of the day, though, it's, but girls know they lame. Girls know they lame. (laughs) Until they dick get up in their ass and then, oh, well, you know, me. He's high. <laughs> because, because, no, it's like this. There's women down lane. Don't get it twisted. There's women down lane. You feel me? Right. To me, the way I look at it is, is, is this, and, and it's just my thought process, my crazy. Mm-hmm. Is that a man must accept his woman unconditionally for who she is. And he cannot expect her to change unless it's for herself. Because if she changed for you, it's going to be resentment, and guess what? It's going to be problems in the relationship. Yeah. Facts. You know, period. So, any man that's you know, and he got an issue because his woman makes more money than him, is a complete mm-hmm. buffoon. Right. Yes, I get ego shit, okay, I'm macho, no, nigga, okay, Take your ass to jail and she got to bail you the fuck out. You're going to be glad she making that net money, motherfucker. Exactly. Period. <laughs> hey, it's because the house I came from, mama and daddy both worked. Mm-hmm. They encouraged mama to go get a degree in nursing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He still was the breadwinner, but mama was a breadwinner too. So to me, is is two yeah, incomes. Is better than one. You know, and even even in my mind state, even if I'm a millionaire, I'm gonna help you set up a business where you can make money. You ain't just gonna mm-hmm. sit on your ass because ambition is sexy to me. Facts. Right. So any man that don't okay. respect women's ambition is a lame to me. It's just that's how I look at it. You know, because I think about this, and someone said this too. We're the only race that would sit there and date some another race, but bash our race because we date the other race. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm like, because that would trip me up about that manosphere. I I don't want women to think that that 1% of the dummies speaks for the many. It doesn't. Because there are men that don't mind that women make more than them. It's just the fact that ones that got the platform, them the ones that talk about this shit all the time. Because I'm like, right. like I heard one dude say, you know, if, if you're successful and you got your own business, you'll see, oh, you know, ain't nobody gonna want you. They ain't gonna want to date you. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what's funny, too. In the manosphere, is always the, it's the black side. The white side, they totally different. They won't do it to make more money. Kelly Clarkston, Yes, I can divorce you and get half. <laughs> Do I need? I don't need to say. Wait, wait, wait. Kevin Federline, he good for life. <laughs> Cause he's a baby daddy, so I don't need to say. So it's nice. So shoot. So, but I mean, I like I said, I just think of um what men think sometimes when it comes to women. It's just crazy, yo. But then again, but then again, the other part of it too is there's women that will remind the dude that he don't make money. What do y'all think about women like that that really throw it in their face? Because yeah, it's me sometimes. I don't want that one in his face. <laughs> That's right. 
Oh, I keep forgetting that mistake. Hey, yo. No, I, I forgot you could still hear me. The phone's kind of down. <laughs> but, yeah, um, that's me. I, I will definitely do that. And that's not the best thing we do. It's hot attacks with me. But if I get heated and if I know that I'm making more or I'm like supporting somebody and doing X, Y, and Z, it might slip out a couple of times. You know, it just might come out. But it's not the best thing for me to do, yes. But it's just like <laughs> at the point of the day, you know, you have to sometimes get over certain shit and be like, okay, well, you know, she's right. She does big more, so she might have to say so with X, Y, and Z. But use that as, okay, let me find a better job to where I can make more than her now. And I can switch the flip now, whatever like that. Now, I'm going to flip this. Because I actually threw this at Mandy B. I, I hope they talk about it in the next podcast. I should have listened. Okay, we always hear the conversation. Where does a man show up with a woman that's successful? <clears throat> okay. Y'all remember the show Black as Fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On Netflix. Alright. Low key, people didn't really pay attention. The wife was a lawyer. She was the money maker. He was the writer. He won't make no money. His shit popped off. He became the money maker. So, the two questions I asked, and I know Miss Lady, she's going to be going soon, is this. When it comes to the man, do you expect him to show up the same way he did when he was less than you on the money trail and vice versa how did you show up for him when the roles are switched um well I guess for me I'm going to be the same regardless you know so whatever I'm doing the first time I guess before I get the money and then whatever happens after I'm still going to be the same you know, I'm still going to, I guess, try and support my partner the best way possible, with you no know, money or not. Mm. Blue flame, mm-hmm. blue flame, I'm... your turn. We're going around the room with this one. <laughs> oh, no. Get me last. <laughs> I'm still thinking on that one. Okay, then. So, Miss Jones, your turn. Uh, so I've been, I've been in a relationship with someone where um, I made more money than he did. And honestly, it was we we had a conversation about it because I knew that he felt some type of way. And so part of it was me reassuring him that I didn't see him as like less of a man. Um, and said if he wanted to go ahead and pay for everything on whatever he made, he could knock himself out. And I had no problem with that. Um, but it it didn't change the way that I felt about him. It didn't change my attitude towards him like. You know, where he led, I followed. It's just that we had two different types of careers and that's all it was. You know what I mean? Like it didn't change sex in the bedroom. It didn't change how we vibed, how we related to one another. It didn't change any of those things. Um, I think that people let the small and superficial things get the better of them unnecessarily and they need to stop doing that. Again, it's, it's like the conversation we were having earlier. Like what happens in your household? Like why does that need to be public knowledge? You know what I mean? I feel like enough times People make other people infiltrate their relationships and put fuckery in their heads for them to think about unnecessarily. And a lot of that, the times, them t- them kind of things mash up people's relationship because they're so busy listening to what other people are saying instead of focusing on their relationship and listening to what their partner's saying to them. I just love your accent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I say, oh yeah, she feeling it. I'm hearing all, I'm hearing all that could be cool out of there. That island <laughs> So, Miss Flame, Miss Flame, you ain't gonna get out of this. What your thoughts? I've always made more money in every relationship I'm in, so I feel like now I'm definitely like, you can't talk to me if you don't got money. Now I am a little more like. On the okay. opposite end of it now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, to me, when I hear that, I, I see no issue with it. Because it, it says, well, I'm not the most religious person. It says in the Bible, equally yoked. Mm-hmm. And 
and you have to fit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you're a female that is ambitious, who is running a career, you got to have a man that kind of understands that in order for him to understand that he is running in, in his career too. You right. know what I mean? Because it has to be a balance. And if there's no balance, yeah. it's, it, 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 it's just not going to work. So I say yeah. it's, in every relationship, it got to be an alpha and a, and a beta. Regardless, no matter how you want to skinny it or how you want to call it, it's just whether it's she takes over at one point, he takes over. You just keep it one hundred. Mama runs the house. Don't think, don't, <laughs> don't give a damn how dumb the dude is. Mama runs the house. Don't get it twisted. Right. Don't get it twisted. But yeah, it's if if because I mean when I look at the relationships that actually work out, that's what it is. It's right. that. Because I always feel that the key to any relationship is how you adjust to each other's changes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if, and the relationship, if you don't adjust, like spotless mind, my girl, you know, Jen, uh, uh, I, I can't never say her name right. She said, uh, shame on me for changing. No, shame on you for staying the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I just... A man has to understand that his woman is going to change. And part of that is she might make more money. She might decide to get a career. She might be a housewife and decide I want to get back in the workforce. Because funny, I look at dudes that struggle with that shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. really, dude? <laughs> She'd be happy. That means she's out the house more. She can enjoy the house and the TV to yourself. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Shoot, I mean, honestly, because you really want her to be miserable. Exactly. I can't hear shit. This sucks. Just go ahead and leave again. And, try. and um, yo, thank you, Miss Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Room with the spit queen and oh damn they they had left them and they didn't boot it off. Them here. So, they'll be back. <laughs> oh yeah, so thank you for coming through to the spit queen and rap star Will Blue Flame. Please tell everybody where they can find you and listen to your wonderful podcast. Oh, um, so you can find me on social media, um, Instagram and Twitter at the Pum Pum Chronicles. Uh, you can also follow my personal page, which is badass underscore Jones underscore. And the podcast is the Pum Pum Chronicles podcast. And you can find it on all platforms where podcasts are streamed. No doubt. No doubt. So the ladies got booted off because of the damn anchor. So they, mm-hmm. they, they, they're going to, they, of course, they will probably give you a sign. They, if they were here, they'll give you the sign off. But you know mm-hmm. how we end this all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming, Miss Lady. All right, take care. Thank you. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right